Hello, listeners. Thanks for joining us today for this edition of Columbia Chronicles. If you're interested in learning more about our community and how it works, you've come to the right place. It's your chance to better understand how the news may affect you and your life, and all it takes is about five minutes of your time. Today's topic revolves around health and public safety in the Midlands. Almost 50 years after Roe v. Wade, the issue of abortion and abortion rights in America is back before the courts across the country. In the summer of 2019, several states, including Alabama, Georgia, and Louisiana, passed reproductive rights legislation that places significant restrictions on abortion providers. And this past spring, South Carolina lawmakers introduced a bill that would ban women from having abortions as early as six weeks. These so-called fetal heartbeat bills are being contested by many organizations, including Planned Parenthood. Today, reporter Brianna Tharp sits down with a representative from Planned Parenthood here in Columbia to discuss the future of the nonprofit during these turbulent times. I'm here with Vicki Ringer, the South Carolina Director of Public Affairs for Planned Parenthood South Atlantic. Planned Parenthood is in the midst of a battle over the future of women's reproductive rights across the country, including here in the Palmetto State. Vicki, tell me a little about your job. Primarily, I'm responsible for advocating for women's uh, reproductive rights and the full range of health care that's available to them. And that usually involves uh, being at the state house, working with legislators to make sure they understand the impact of the bills that they introduce. Roe versus Wade has been the law of the land for nearly 50 years. That's half a century. Talk about what that's meant to this country. Well, I think everybody has become dependent on it. We've got um, a whole generation of women who don't know what it's like to not have access to their reproductive rights. Roe v. Wade said that the states cannot restrict abortion prior to viability. With House Bill 3020, South Carolina recently became one of several states to make forward progress on a fetal heartbeat bill. Others have already passed that legislation. Isn't that before most women even know they're pregnant? Absolutely. There's a lot of misnomers and uh, miscommunication about a fetal heartbeat bill. Um, first, it did, has not passed in South Carolina. It's not the law. Um, it passed in the House of Representatives, and it um, may be considered by the Senate um, in January of 2020. Um, but that's where it is now. There is no law. At six weeks, what there is um, is what's referred to as a fetal pole, and um, it starts, there's some vibration in that as the fetus starts to grow, and that's what people mistake for a heartbeat, but there's no heart at six weeks. Um, you know, if you've got something the size of a seed, um, you know, it's just not developed in, in that way. But, as you said, most women don't know they're pregnant at that point. They've just missed their first period. Um, on many birth control pills, you don't have regular periods. Um, active women, athletes, they often don't have regular periods. And some people, regardless of what their situation is, um, just won't find out until probably they've missed that second period. And then women start to think, hmm. There's something going on here. So that's at least eight weeks out. 
Some states are trying to shut clinics down entirely. Can you talk about the impact that could have, especially on low-income women and families? No, oh, absolutely. Um, here in South Carolina, Planned Parenthood is located in Charleston and Columbia, but we see patients from all 46 counties and from surrounding states, and not just for abortion, but for birth control, for gynecological exams, breast exams, cancer screenings. Um, Planned Parenthood has a level of trust, particularly with women, that we are not going to judge them for their choices. So we've got the full gamut of um, women. There are, are those who are certainly low income because we're a safety net provider, meaning that regardless of a patient's ability to pay, um, we accept them and they pay based on their income level. And for some women, that's nothing. And we can set up payment plans as well. So yes, it has a devastating effect on low-income women. So the House has already passed a six-week heartbeat bill here, and we expect the Senate to take it up in January of 2020. What's the plan here in South Carolina between now and then? Our plan is to uh, make sure we're, we keep talking about these issues and make sure the um, voters in this state, the women in this state, are fully aware of what legislators are trying to do. Um, all too often, people don't know who, they're, who the politicians are that represent them. Is there anything else, Vicki, that you would like to say? I think that everybody needs to realize that there are times when... Um, Abortion is absolutely necessary to save a woman's life. And the bottom line is no one should decide that for a woman. That's between that woman and her partner, her physician, and her own personal faith. Government should not be deciding that. It's a very personal, deeply personal decision. For more information about Planned Parenthood, visit their website at PlannedParenthood.org. For Columbia Chronicles, I'm Brianna Tharp. Columbia Chronicles provides in-depth coverage of news and issues important to the greater Columbia community. It's produced through a partnership between the University of South Carolina's School of Journalism and Mass Communications and USC Student Media.